With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast is sponsored by tourtips.com, the online golf betting resource. Tourtip subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%, and their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler. Ahead of round three of the Open Championship, Louis Oosthuizen is leading the pack. He's 11 under par. Colin Murakawa, my mate, what a round from him yesterday. He's nine under par. Jordan Spieth there on eight under, and the rest are seven under or further back. And Dave Tyndall, as always, joined by you ahead of round three. And it seemed to me yesterday that unless you scored three under or better, you were losing ground. Yeah, definitely. There was a point where your mate, Colin Morikar, was four shots clear, and you thought, oh, he's going to slip the field and disappear over the hill. But the wind died down even further in the afternoon, and everyone kept shooting these 65, 66s, 64s. So in the end, Morikawa didn't even lead at the end of the day. But yeah, it, it's a funny one. It's sort of, it looks lovely on the screen. And I'm sure it's it's always nice to see a, a sort of sunny open day. But I don't know if you want four of them because you're sort of denying the genuine open test. I'm looking at the uh, weather forecast that's been issued this morning, Saturday morning at 7am. And it's big sunshine for the rest of the week, which is probably good actually for Colin Morikawa. I, th- I think if it got a real classic windy all over the place open he might struggle but his, his iron play was absolutely immense and if he can um if he's got the weather to sort of keep doing that then that might help him but yeah the weather so today it's just dry and bright with long sunny spells this afternoon more of the same in terms of scoring because sometimes on the open it's quite nice to see them wearing their waterproofs and yeah hacking out a wet rough isn't it that's right, but yeah it's all and then Sunday dry and warm or very warm with long sunny periods the wind 
it's about 10 miles an hour today could gust a tiny bit more than that but that, that's nothing for an open and then sunday the wind's not even that sort of five miles an hour it's set fair to be a a very sunny open which you get every so often but I wonder what the scoring is going to be like. I mean, 11 under leads. I wonder where we're going to get to. I think you need the high teens maybe to, to win this now. Yeah, I was just thinking 18, 19 potentially. Louis Hu stays in though. He's uh, leading the market. He's as good as five to two. Colin Morikawa, my mate, he's nine to two. You've got Jordan Spieth in there. He's 11 to two best price. Dustin Johnson, 17 to two. John Rahm, 14s. Scotty Scheffler, 15s, 16s-ish. And Brooks Kepka just behind him on a best price of 20s. And Louis Oosthuizen's an interesting sort of case study here. He's putters red hot, as always. This kind of recent run that he's had, where he's always been in contention, but never picked up the trophy. If he has a sports psychologist, he's going to be working overtime at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, second in the last two um, last two majors. I was looking at his record of uh, leading majors at halfway. This is the fourth time he's been in front in a major. So the first time... I mean, he was miles clear. He was five shots clear at St Andrews and turned that into a seven-shot win. So it's not the best comparison to this week. Uh, the other two, he was the joint halfway leader in the 2019 Masters, but fell away to 29th. So that doesn't look so good. And then he was the joint leader in this year's PGA Championship a few months ago and finished runner-up. So it's a bit of a mixed bag of evidence that I think the fact that he's done it in an open is good, but he was so far clear, it doesn't really stack up to where we are this time. And I think in that open as well, I was Casey on his, was his nearest challenger, certainly after three rounds and and not really many other top players. So if you look at the leaderboard below him, it's, it's quite scary. Yeah, stacking up behind him, aren't they, On the uh, as we reach the uh, the turn kind of thing. Um, the bet that you put up yesterday was a winner, wasn't it? Yeah, I just had uh, one three-ball bet, two to one for Kevin Kistner to beat Tyrrell Hatton and Phil Mickelson. Mickelson had shot 80 in round one, so I didn't think he'd, he just wasn't at the races this week. He, he did all right yesterday, I think he shot 72. Hatton lost it as he can. <laughs> Have you, I don't know if you've seen that clip of him snapping his club. If you look on uh, YouTube or somewhere like that, he... Um, he launches an iron, just sort of fans away to the right, and the club has seen its last ever shot. <laughs> it goes over his knee, and he just goes mad. He was kind of hinting at that that he was getting frustrated. So Kister was just a steady guy, and yeah, he got it done at two to one. So that was a nice winner. When it comes to round three, then Dave Tindall, where are you taking us? Is there anything that stands out in terms of a good bet? Yeah, right. It's uh, tricky. Um, I was looking at some of the some of the sort of stats down the years. So if you start with Darren Clark, who was the halfway leader here in 2011. So in four of the last nine Opens, the halfway leader has gone on to win. That's good news for, for Louis Eustazen. This, Dave, is where I'm expecting you to say, at the halfway stage, at Opens at Royal St. George's, if your inside leg measurement is less than such and such, and you've got such and such, <laughs> yeah. a, this is where you come out with this killer stat. I'm waiting for it. Yeah, Here's one then. So 18 of the last 20 winners were inside the top 13 at halfway. Okay. So you can't be looking too far down. So uh, where does that get us to? So that gets us down to John Rahm actually at minus five. So anyone at minus five or better can in theory still win. The other angle on that, we've seen a couple of players win from seven back and six back. Uh, Molinari was six back at 
um, halfway in 2018. David Duval was seven back 2001. I always think you've got to you've got to meet both categories. So do you remember in round one I was saying you can't be too far back? Mm. So someone like Ram, because he was so far out of it in round one, even though he's kind of he's coming to the you can do it from here section for round two. I'm I'm ruling him out on he wasn't near enough in round one because he was so far out in round one. It means he there's no room for manoeuvre now. Those who played well in round one who, who were in the top six or ten, they could have slightly had a bad day yesterday and absorbed it. But Ram can't. Ram after that slow start on day one, he's got to play. You know, eyeballs out, brilliant for the next three rounds. I'm I I think it's too much. He might well do well, but. You know, he's, he's already given away six shots to to <clears throat> Ustase, and he's given away four to Morikawa and, and three to Spieth. And, you know, some of that so Spieth shot okay yesterday, 67, but he'll, he might come again this time. So even though someone like Rahm, a lot of people will now be saying, oh, I'll watch John Rahm. I, I'm, I'm sticking with the stats that say, even though he's, he's in this top 20 now, because he wasn't, in the top 10, half a dozen after round one, I think he's given himself too much to do. I think one slight dip and I think he's gone. I've not heard that expression, eyeballs out before. I've just had this image of you taking your eyeballs out on the first team, somebody else coming up and hitting it. Um, anyway, um, Shane Lowry, spirited defence as well, wasn't it? You know, he's basically plus one after day one. That claret jug is kind of heading back to the uh, min guys, getting ready to being re-engraved, but then stuck in a, a, a minus five yesterday. And nice to see him kind of after two years with the trophy, kind of giving it a bit of a shot yesterday. Yeah, it was good to see him back. I think in our preview pod, I said that the I think the last four winners, the last four defending champions have finished in the top 12 the year after, um, or when they made a defence, it's two years after in Lowry's case. But he's kind of almost on track to do that. I, I don't think he can win from there at minus four. I think he can probably sneak a top 10. Uh, yeah. But again, he was too far back after round one for me to consider him as the winner. Where are you taking us then? Ahead of Saturday's play, ahead of round three, at the Open Championship, what is the bet that we should be looking at? Yeah, so looking at the uh, the prices there, who stays, and that's short enough at five to two. Morikawa, nine to two, is a possibility because of that weather forecast. I think he can just keep um, playing those fantastic irons. He, he did just lose it a little bit with the off the tee towards the end of his round yesterday. Spieth um, couldn't put anyone off him at five to one. I do want to somehow play Scotty Scheffler. He's 16s. I've got him in a match bet, but I wonder if we can do better than that. He was the last off the, almost the last off the course yesterday. And then they showed him um, at the, at the practice range. I don't know whether that's a bad sign or not, whether it just shows dedication, but he did, speak afterwards and say how he he just sort of loves this links golf he likes it when it plays firm and fast and it's only going to quicken up I think on the weekend he's 16 to 1 I think maybe just a little each way tickle on him he's um he's tied fourth right now and he's not kind of under the gun there's no one really thinking he's the the big danger he's just another player and not as famous as the other ones who are chasing so I do wonder if you back him at 16s today, he might be a little bit short than that by the end of the day because he's playing great. Yeah, Scott, yeah. Scott Sheffer is uh, 16 to 1. You can actually, at the moment, get four places for this uh, Open Championship. So Scott Sheffer is already in fourth. If he continues to maintain that, that's 16 to 1 each way. 
And you never know, do you? You never know. He could then go up towards the top end as well. These two balls then, Dave Tyndall. Yeah, so uh, plenty of time today. I mean, the leaders don't go out till about four. We've got plenty of time, So, um, but I'm going to pick some of the uh, later ones. So um, let's start then with Sergio Garcia to beat Benny Arn. Sergio's four to six. He's another one who says um, likes firm, fast conditions. Had a little bit of a wonky start yesterday, but but came back. Bogey, Bogey the last, unfortunately, but he did lots of good work yesterday, Sergio. So I think... His brilliance on the links can can show up today. Four to six to win that one. Um, Danny Willett to beat Brian Harmon is another one. Uh, Willett is in the top 20, tied 17. I always think when Willett is playing well, he keeps playing well. You've seen him win big, big events. So he sort of sometimes has a terrible week and he's not on it or he's he's up there or somewhere up there. And, and you just think, right, he's on and from there... It's got his attention, and this tournament has got his attention. So I think I thought odds against to beat Brian Harmon, the left-hander. Harmon's not hitting it as straight as you might think he might be, so might get caught out. So will it to win that one at five to four? A fairly obvious one: John Rahm to beat Cameron Twingali. Don't really need to say much about that. I don't think Rahm is going to win this week, but I think he can certainly win that uh, match bet. Uh, so he's four to seven to beat Twingali. Emiliano Grio to beat Danny Van Tonder, the South African. A bit of a surprise package, Van Tonder, yesterday. Grio spoke very well afterwards. He's really got the, the bit between his teeth. If you look at the PGA Tour's round three scoring averages, Grio is fourth on that. So this is a day where he tends to play well. Sergio's third, by the way, which is good news for that match bet as well. Um, so I think uh, that's another one we can do. Grio to beat uh, Van Tonder. Another obvious one, Spieth to beat Dylan Fratelli. Spieth is a master of the links. He's so good to watch in these Open Championships. Just so much creativity and don't really need to say an awful lot about him likely winning that match bet against Fratelli. He's obviously played very well so far, but I think Spieth's experience in these situations will come good. Spieth's also ninth in round three scoring average, which helps. So you could end it there. So that that's a five ball of Garcia, Willett, Spieth, Grio, and Ram. That pays 15 to one. If you added in Scotty Scheffler to beat Dustin Johnson, which, yeah, will take a bit of doing. Some people might not uh, want to take it that far. But if you add in Scotty Scheffler, who is getting up to 35 to one for that. Well, there are other ways you can play them in various sort of Yankee style bets or Canadians or, or pick some that you like, some that you don't. But they're, they're the six I'm going to go with Garcia, Willett, Spieth, Grio, Ram, and Scheffler. Garcia, Willett, Ram, Grio, Spieth, and Scheffler. If you want to add him, so that's either 15 to 1 as a five fold, 35 to 1 if you stick it in as a six fold. Acker, Dave yeah. Tindall. Yeah, the, you're, coming back, you're coming back for more, yeah? You're coming back for more. <laughs> well, it's more sort of some. Um, some a warning that the first one off is Sergio at 1.30 p.m. UK time. That's you've got to have your bets uh, down by then if you're backing him. The next one out, will it at 10 past two? I just run you through these actually. Ram goes off at uh, quarter to three. Um, who else have we got? Grio against Van Tonda is 25 past three. Scheffler is the next one out at 3.35. Then Spieth, the next group out 10 minutes later. And then so. Yes. So Sergio, if you want to do them all, get make sure you're on by 130 because that's when Sergio tees off. Good advice from the Tyndall there as we approach round three then. 
down there in Kent. Dave Tindall, enjoy the golf. I will talk to you again after today's play ahead of the final round. It's going to be interesting to see how that leaderboard is stacking up ahead of round four. We've got a full day of sunshine by the sounds of it down there in Kent and we'll see what the scoring is like today because it's been pretty impressive so far. Dave, I'll see you tomorrow. Good James. And uh, good luck with all your bets out there, everybody. Gamble responsibly. Enjoy the golf. As we say, we'll see you again ahead of round four. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.